Yo, 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 what is going on, baby? Shot callers back in the building. Hope everybody had a great Easter weekend. Um, I know I did. The weather was beautiful, had a lot of fun. Uh, baseball began, uh, and, and things were all right with the world. The birds were chirp- chirping, the sun was out. It was beautiful. So, uh, we are back talking NBA hoops. I got my boy, Timmy D. What's going on? So you guys know I love coming here to talk hoops with you guys, and I've been burning, burning to talk some hoops. But first, yeah. before we get to hoops, I gotta got to give my fur babies a shout out. Birthday number one today, Shaq hey. Nova, my, my beautiful fur babies. Happy birthday. Yeah. There Happy it is. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, buddy. Absolutely. And, and my brother, my man, my ace buku, my number one, Joshua, Odellis, Pharrellis, Montellus, Overzealous, Hayes. What's good, my brother? Man, just uh, sitting here ready to talk some basketball while watching basketball. You know what I'm saying? And spitting basketball. So let's get it. Yes, sir. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So a little bit of NBA news uh, What was popping off. Uh, and we all kind of were texting each other. And we were all really happy to see this first one. Uh, Drew Holiday signs a four-year, $134 million extension with the Bucks. Million dollars. Uh, keeping him there for another, I think the extension gives him another five years, four mm-hmm. years on top of that. So five years total. Um we all love Drew Holiday. I mean, if you know his story and you and you've seen it, man, he's just seems like one of the one of the better dudes in the NBA. Also, uh, a, a premium defender uh, can score the basketball. He's a floor general. Um, he has made uh, that Milwaukee Bucks team uh, even stronger, more formidable than they are already with the league's reigning MVP. Uh, but to see Drew Holiday be able to secure the bag like that was really cool because he is uh, on on paper, as far as we've read, he's been a great dude uh, in support of his wife and his kids and his family uh, and is able now to do that more handsomely with an extra $134 million. Get your bag. <laughs> he secured the bag. Uh, secured. Tim, you, you are a big Drew Holiday supporter. Yeah. Um, Tell us your thoughts on him signing this extension and, and being a buck pretty much probably for the rest of his career. At least his prime, right? Yeah, at least his prime career. Yes. Yeah, I think it's terrific, man. I think it's terrific for Milwaukee that they like not only, you know, they locked up Chris Middleton a couple seasons ago. They locked up Giannis this offseason. Obviously, now they lock up Drew Holiday. So they have a big three to build off of. Um, mm-hmm. You talk about everything the Nets are with that big three offensively, the Bucks are with that big three defensively. Giannis is the defensive player of the year. Drew Holiday, you know, is probably the best perimeter defender in the NBA. Um, Middleton is, you know, a really good help defender. He's a really smart basketball player. He knows, like, he may not have, like, the, the foot speed of those other guys and the lateral movement by any means, but he can he can hang with just about anybody on the court. So mm-hmm. um, I love it for Milwaukee. I think it's great. I think Drew Holiday is the most underrated player in the NBA. I felt like that for a few years now. Um, you know, like you said, like, coming back from everything that happened with his wife when he like took a step away from basketball he mm-hmm. came back in after about a year off and still looked awesome like still yep. was like in good shape and didn't look like he was catching up to like game the game shape um it's great man um it's hard to not love that guy 
if you love basketball and you know it's cool when like the bucks and the pacers play and you get those moments where he's on the court with his brothers like that's really mm-hmm. neat so i love it man i'm so stoked for him um i'm really happy for milwaukee fans that you guys have locked up your big three probably for the next few years so i hope it correlates to a championship i think it would be awesome for small market nba for the bucks to win a title um you know you got a lot of uphill battles for sure but hey man like the fact that a small market NBA team got three stars to stay is says, speaks volumes to where they're as a franchise. Yeah, absolutely. Especially myself being a small market basketball fan uh, with the Pacers to be able to see a, another small market team, be able to lock up guys like a, an MVP, uh, an all-star in Middleton and another all-star in Drew Holiday. Like it, it's really cool to see uh, that they've got their core for the next, you know, five to six years. Uh, to be able to uh, chase a championship uh, and and I mean easily one of the top five teams in the NBA uh, you know defensively they're they're marvels and, and uh, now you've got your floor general locked in for the next five years Odellis Varelis man what are your thoughts on on Drew Holiday securing <sighs> the bag you know honestly I think both of you two said it all um you know, I have this talk with people all the time. You know, I always say, when is when is enough? When is money enough money to where money doesn't matter anymore? And mm-hmm. you know, these guys are getting paid millions upon millions of dollars. And I always say, like, when is enough enough? Like, when is enough just to be like, hey, like I'm secured for life, and my next generation and the next generation is secured for life. Um, I also um, look at, you know, how, how guys, um, take care of some of the other things, you know, when it comes to, um, outside of their profession and to watch what, what Drew did, um, when his wife, um, you know, came down she was sick plus being pregnant on top of, you know, all the stuff that was going on and to watch him completely walk away and say, this is more important to me than playing basketball. This is more important to me than paying money. I I gained the utmost respect for him in that aspect alone to where there's nothing that he could probably ever do that would make me never look at him as the way that I do as, as as literally the ambassador of what I would consider like family. Um, And he put his family over everything. And that alone should show you where, you know, his loyalty, he is when it comes to certain things and um, what's important in his life and how that priority is set up so you already know that if if that's something that he's doing he's going to give you his all on the court when he's back on the court and I, and I guarantee you one you know obviously his priority was to make sure that his wife was taken care of but two you know when that happened he was like I can't give you 100 percent of me right now because this is what's more important to me so when you got him back and he was 100 percent able to go you see Drew Holiday, and like you said, Tim, and I agree with you, arguably, if not the most underrated basketball player in all of basketball. He's so good. He's such yeah. a good ball player. Yep. I would I would totally agree with that for sure. Absolutely. So congrats, Drew, if you're listening. you got three big fans here at Shot Callers uh, on securing the bag. Four years, once again, $134 million. Uh, other contract signings. Um, I, I saw John Henson, which I didn't even know he was around sign a 10 day contract today, but oh, the yeah. other big, but the other big, <laughs> <laughs> Damian Jones signed with the Kings for 10 days. Yep. 
So you're seeing some of these guys get picked up. But the biggest one that we saw was uh, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins signing a 10-day with the Clippers. Tim's got that look on his face like, meh. <laughs> um, I, guys, it, it's another one of those things where I saw the workout video. Uh, I saw him going against guys that are, you know, some of his buddies or whatever. He, he was hitting shots. He was step back and he was crossing over. He looked good. He lost some weight. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I I think he's worth a 10-day contract. At least you bring him in sure. and do that. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I don't know if that'll work out into a long-term deal. I don't know if it solves the Clippers' problems. Because to me, it's 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 just another clunky guy to their roster. But hey, I'm trying to I'm trying to think about this. So he's had three injuries, correct? Like three major injuries: Achilles, ACL, and the knee. And the and the, the, quad, the, the quad. Yeah, yeah. So he's had three major three major uh, changing life changing uh, injuries for sure. Yeah. So. You know, for me, a guy that carries the amount of weight that he carries, as big as he is, you know, the ACL or the Achilles, um, I thought that one was going to be a hard one to come back from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once once he once he started playing with Golden State and I felt like he was in a spot where he was semi-healthy, I thought maybe he was going to be able to contribute for them. And I honestly – no, no, a healthy Golden State team with Boogie going into that finals with Toronto. I was thinking Golden State in six with everybody healthy. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden the injury started happening. It was Draymond and Looney and then Boogie and Durant. and Cl- I mean, they just started dropping. And um, when he hurt that quad, I was like, man, that's going to be tough to come back from. And then he gets healthy and then he tears the ACL. And I'm just like. Before he even gets to play a game for the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many devastating injuries you can have before you just are like, you know what? I can't, I can't play anymore. Like, I, like there is no, there's nothing I can do to get my body back to where it was when I was Boogie Cousins and I was arguably the best big man in basketball. Like yeah. he's a, he's a shell of that. Like that we're never going to see that again. We might get a game of it here and there, but consistently, I don't think his body can handle that. I agree, man. I just think like it sucks because there was a time when he was the single-handed best center in basketball. Dominant. Like, he was the man. Um, Dominant. The Sacramento days, even that like first year in New Orleans when he comes over and him and AD have that like, you know, twin towers thing going on with Rondo mm-hmm. throwing him dimes and yeah, it was awesome, man. Um, but yeah, I just have a hard time believing they're going to be able to get anything out of him if they do. I mean, anything's a, anything's a plus. So. You know, like Zubach, I know a lot of people kind of like laugh at him. I like him. I uh, said, so if you watch Clipper games, he's played really well. Like he's he been, has played well, really good for them. Um, they drafted Daniel Turu out of Minnesota, who I I'm pretty high on. And a couple of scouts I talked to really like, um, but you see, it just hasn't transcribed just yet to the NBA game, so we're still waiting for that to pop in. Um, but it's you know, if Boogie helps him, great. I just don't see how he does. Um, I know they won yesterday against the Lakers without all those guys, and uh, they definitely whooped up in a shorthanded Laker team as they should have. So we'll see, man. Um, I hope the best for them. You know, I, I never, I never want to root for a guy to fail by any means. So uh, right. 
And with that being said, um, I watched a little bit of that Laker Clippers game yesterday because um, I wanted to see that was Rondo's first game with the Clippers. And um, the small amount of time that I watched Rondo in the game, he looked absolutely horrid when he was then. Really? Turning the ball over, um, you know, bad passes. And I don't know if he was – he didn't play well in Atlanta to begin with. So, who's you who know, said this before? I feel like well, according to Paul that. George, he's already the locker room leader, which I would never admit that. Um, if I played for a team that I've been on the last two years, and you have Kawhi <laughs> Leonard and you have a guy walk in off a bad Hawks team who's 35 years old and be like, Oh, yeah, he's already our locker room leader. I'm like, Why, why would you even say, like, that doesn't even make any sense? Like, that, I, like, does he bring some kind of leadership? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he's Ronda. I mean, he's got rings. I mean, he, I get it. But Group to be your locker room yeah. leader already, like, come on, man. Like, that, that's, that's, that doesn't even make any sense. The yeah, guy's not, barely – he barely took a shower there. Like, what, what are you talking about? I can't necessarily say – like I said, I, I didn't watch the whole game. I just the sna- I just got the snapshot of Rondo in the game. Um, you know, they had him on a minute restriction. So um, I don't think he played very many minutes. I think he played like 12 or 13 minutes. Um, but, I mean, if you want to think about in, in 13 minutes, he had four turnovers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's a good rate. Yeah. He did have two steals. <laughs> he did have two steals, and he had a couple rebounds, and he was plus two on the floor, but he did not look good. Like, he didn't look like the Rondo that played in L.A., Right, man. Yeah, not to mention he was playing like I get they're the Lakers, but it's not like they're the Lakers right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with the Lakers, Tim? Um, yeah, I'm what is asking. wrong with the Lakers? They're just not very good without two of the two of the five best players in the world. <laughs> when you build your team about this earlier, Josh, when you build your team ESPN. around two guys and they're not healthy, like <laughs> and you're like, I flipped on the ESPN page and I, it was like. Uh, our analysts debate why the Lakers and Nets are struggling. I'm like, what? What are you debating? Like, what? What's the debate? <laughs> LeBron and AD are hurt. What's the? Le- why are they struggling? I'm like, what? What kind of question is that? Like you, like you're missing two of the five best players in the world. What do you mean? Why are we struggling? Like what? They're like the Nets. Nets are seeing troubles. I'm like, well, Kevin Durant hasn't played, you know, all season pretty much. Harden's now down with the hamstring. Kyrie, you know, is burning sage in a corner somewhere. I mean, he, you don't know where he's going to be, but he, you know. But they have Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge. They have the super team. <laughs> hey. They have who, the hey, super team. And who else do they got, Ben? Who else they Nicholas got? Nicholas Claxton. Thank you. Claxton. Thank you. Who, like, I swear to God, if Steve Nash has those guys take away Nick Claxton, then it's, I'm going to just laugh when he gets fired because. Yeah. That just shouldn't be happening. They, Hey, have you all noticed? Have you all noticed since I sent you over that article, DeAndre Jordan has not played. Yep. Yeah, they yeah. took him out. They took him out. He's out of the rotation. Dude, well, it's like Al Horford. They were like, just go home. They're like, they did. They sent Al Horford, Al Horford home. They were like, yep. hey, they, you see that uh, injury they listed. Report? They listed <laughs> on the injured report. He was old. Old. <laughs> they did. <laughs> They're like Al Horford out. Depressing. <laughs> hey, why? While we're talking about the contracts and the trades and all that. Um, it looks like as of right now, 
I know it's still early, but the clear winner of all this right now has been the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, man. Aaron Gordon. Oh, yeah. Did you see his interview with the Wade Wade on TNT last week? Yeah. With TNT, he's like, why you wear 50, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know why he wears 50, D-Wade. He needs to let it go, man. No one cares yeah. about dunk contests. Like, nope. Hey, no, I did. It, I did go back and rewatch that dunk contest um, a couple days ago. In all honesty, that thing was insane. The one with him and Levine, or the one oh, with, yeah, no, uh, with Derek him and Jones? Levine. No, oh, okay. him and Levine. Yeah, him and Levine. Because all of him and Derek Jones was really good too. It was. It was. Yeah, both of them were outstanding. But yeah, that's that's been a breath of life for Aaron Gordon. And truth be told, it's been a breath of life for the Nuggets. Um, I mean, he's he's played really well there. So yes, um, it, it's, it's been good. It's been good. Other uh, him as the fourth team. option. Him as the fourth option is pretty awesome. That's pretty good. Uh, that is that's a pretty good fourth option. So Boogie Cousins played ten days with the Clippers. Uh, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I just you don't think have that, to care. Uh, you, you don't really like, have to. Care. Yeah, I just think that you guys all brought up good points. I think that he's you know he's he's often injured. He's been injured. You know, the YMCA videos don't help me any. Him beating up on his buddies, scoring buckets and shooting fadeaways on six foot two guys doesn't help me any. Like, I, you know, I, I don't want the guy to not succeed. I hope he does get on because, I mean, just because I like, you know, I think, you know, I don't want him not to succeed, but doesn't do anything for me. Um, hey, Tim, did you hear there's news about James Harden as the MVP? Oh, my God extra extra read all about it buddy james harden how did this james start harden, did it, front it, runner, mvp okay, where are you I think at I like yeah it wasn't like some presser someone was like do you feel like you've earned an mvp candidacy and he said i am the mvp oh yeah like, he like, definitely said he's the mvp for sure mvps don't burn a franchise to the ground the same year they go to another team to win the mvp it doesn't happen that way you don't just friggin' massacre and quit on a franchise with a brand new coach. You don't act like a total asshole just to get what you want. And then you go some, yeah. I mean, you know, like that last series against like the, when they that last game before he got traded, when they played the Lakers and he just was like nonchalant, just running up and down the court and boogie and wall, both just destroy him and pressers. And then now it's like, that guy's the MVP. Now I do definitely think he has been the best player in the NBA since he got traded to Brooklyn. Um, yeah. I mean, he's just been terrific, but no, like MVPs can't like be that much of an asshole and ruin a ruin a team to get what they want and win it. Like it doesn't work that way. Who's yeah? Who's your MVP? It's got to be Jokic right now, right? I I think so. Yeah, I would think right now it'd be Jokic, I mean, Giannis, Giannis, and Lillard. Yeah, Tim, Tim and I talked about this. Jokic is I think is running away with this thing because yeah. of all the injuries to LeBron and Embiid and um Durant someone and Durant and all them, but. Giannis is slowly sneaking his way up, and I don't so think. Lillard. People, yeah, Lillard. Yeah, Lillard definitely. But Giannis is putting up some numbers right now. Like the other night, he had forty-seven and twelve. He's he's his free throw percentage is going up. <laughs> About damn time it is. Yeah, but I think he's going to be. He he's got a knee injury too, doesn't he? Like he didn't. He didn't. He's not playing, is he? I don't know if it's enough to keep him out multiple games. You hope not because yeah, I was pretty critical of him earlier in the year. Um, I was really frustrated when he had that two for 16 from the free throw line game. Yeah. Um, but, but, but even as much, 
even as much as the big man Jokic is is playing that big man point guard style basketball, oh, you kids just don't know. <laughs> oh, trust me, we're Ow. getting to that. Don't even start it yet. We're definitely getting to that. Don't even start it. <laughs> we will definitely touch on. We you just don't know. We will definitely touch on that one here. Oh man, it's so unreal. It's so so dumb. So, so, so Jokic, Jokic, then Giannis. I would have died for me. It's Jokic, Giannis, and Lillard. I think those got to be the top three. Yeah. Let me, yeah. let me, I, let me, let me look up my, um, my handy dandy MVP tracker. Oh, yeah. Speaking of on that, um, did you guys see the uh, NBA rookie ladder? I, I have not looked at that today. Uh, uh-uh. Tyrese Halliburton, they're saying is leading candidate for rookie of the year. Now, Lamelo's out. Ooh, nice. Been awesome. He's you awesome. not, yeah, he has. He's been incredible. You would not up? believe. All right, MVP tracker probability forty nine point seven percent. Nokola Jokic. Number two at eighteen percent. James Harden. Number three. At, <laughs> number number three at twelve point five percent. Giannis Ante. Hold on. They they got Harden over Giannis. What trash? Yeah. Oh my what gosh, trash. bro! I think like I, I didn't. Want I just to. don't see it, bro. I don't see it. It's I because mean, Giannis won two in a row. They're like, no, nope, he can't win three in a row. You know that rule, like. I mean, yeah, Giannis. I mean, Giannis has been outstanding, but that I, to me, yeah, I'm with you guys. Jokic has been. I mean, I want, but I want you guys to listen to this because it's not far off. So Jokic right now is going 26. 11 and 8.6. Giannis is at 29, 9 point or 29, 11.4 and 6.2. He's become so good as a passer. So, so basically Giannis is losing an assist and he's got, he's caught Jokic in every other category. Not saying that though, that's how they decide the MVP I'm saying, but his number, his stat line is very similar. Yeah. Yeah. He's been outstanding. He's been outstanding. Seppi shoots 68% from the free throw line. Yeah. Yeah. What did Shaq shoot the year he won MVP? I don't think it, it doesn't matter. It, it wasn't six. It was less than 60%, I thought. I tell you who's creeping up the list, though, is Luca. Yes, he is. I mean, Porzingis is, like, playing well right now. He got they hurt, got, too. They got Lillard at five, Tim. That's such bullshit, man. Leonard, Leonard, bullshit. Leonard Kawhi Lillard. Leonard over Lillard. Lillard, oh, who hasn't what? had CJ Lillard, who hasn't had CJ McCollum all year, who Yusuf Nurkic has been hurt, who like is literally carrying that freaking Blazers team by himself. Oh, like, every night he carries them. Yeah. Every night. Wow. Wow. All right. So from here on out, we're going shot caller MVP percentages. I'm not, we're not using any more media percentages. We're going straight shot caller. The three of us, we're going to have an MVP ladder, and that's how we're going to call it. I don't care what anybody else says. So, so Shaq shot us, um, 52% the year he won MVP from the line. 52. I was going to say, I know he didn't shoot 60%. No. The best he ever shot was 62% in the 0203 season, the year they imagine, didn't win the title. Imagine if Shaq was just like a 70% free throw shooter. MDE, man. 
and then yep. some. Yep, absolutely. That is crazy. So, yes, yeah, so as of now, Nikolai Jokic, to all three of us, is the MVP. Thanks. For sure. And, it, and then Giannis and then Lillard. So, take that, media. You know where I'd be? Shot caller's MVP list, Come baby. at me. You know where I'd be? <laughs> shot caller you know, MVP tracker. You know where that – you know where we'd be. Um, so, speaking of where we'd be and where somebody won't be, <laughs> Paul Pierce <laughs> – Pierce is that, no longer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the best segue you have ever done. That was incredible. <laughs> that was awesome. Paul Pierce, no longer with ESPN, gentlemen. I mean, what was now, he thinking? Uh, he's, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little Paul Pierce appreciation because he's given us some of the greatest sound bits, um, <laughs> in, in ESPN history. You know, LeBron is not a great player. You know, I'm better than Dwayne Wade. Cindy, come get this money. Cindy, come get this money. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what he was thinking. Like, I think he forgot that he worked for the Disney company. And they kind of <laughs> frown on being with uh, ladies of exotic uh, description, um, to say the least. Um, and, and to go on Instagram live with it. So, I, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking. I wish I knew the story behind it. Like, whose party was it? I, I don't know. Where to me, your, he was. Where snitching. was your wife? Hey, <laughs> you, hey, you, a, you a dry snitch. You go Instagram live at whatever party you're at. Like, to me, yeah, you dry snitching. Like that, that stuff is. I don't condone it. I don't do it. But that I'm I'm assuming that was a private moment for a pri a party for a buddy. I would assume, and and he's on Instagram live, so you know, wherever he said he was at, his boys' wives was like, oh, so you was with Paul? So what what what, what was y'all doing? What was y'all doing? So now he didn't got the whole party in trouble. You know what I mean? So now he now he's just dry snitching to me, like. Why you gotta go Instagram live? Like, and you got a wife. And like, kid. What you like, like I said, I, I I am I don't even mess with that stuff, never have, but I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You guys can weigh in, but that's where I'm at on it. Paul Pierce, I, I don't get it. You deserve to be fired. You're a dry snitch, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to find the audio when I advertise the show tomorrow. I'm just going to find that little audio then going, Paul Pierce, you deserve to get fired. You're a dry snitch. And I'm going to dry share snitch. that so people listen to this show. There you go. Paul <laughs> Pierce, dry snitch. But like, it's just, yeah. So I was like kind of just going through Twitter and I see people like Paul Pierce wild and Paul Pierce gone crazy. And I see someone goes, hold up. Paul Pierce did what? And I was like, okay, something happened. So I go and like search, like I'm thinking he like, Got like a you know TMZ video where he was like, yeah, the hell with LeBron or something like that. I'm like, you know, well, that's probably best case scenario, obviously. With what, that, that's, well, that was the best case scenario. <laughs> yeah. And so I like search it and, you know, you, it pops up and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like put the phone down and walk away kind of situation. <laughs> you know, because like, you know, it's like 
he like has the phone. He like does the thing where he has the phone behind him, and you see his buddy out there with like stacks of cash, just throwing bands, and it's like, Ooh, this uh, this isn't good. Not a good look. No, not and a good look. Yeah, man, he just yeah. he just totally he just totally lost all our sympathy in the wheelchair incident too. You mean the one <laughs> where he had to use the bathroom? Yeah. Oh man. Post, Paul Pierce, man. Post career Paul Pierce, man. He just post career must... Paul Pierce. <laughs> like post uh, Wizards Paul Pierce, we should say those Clipper years don't count. Like he was trying. Well, he was trying to. He was. It's like he's trying to hype up his own career. Like you don't do that. Like you let others do that for you. Yeah. You know what Scottie hey, Pippen needed? He needed us to hype his career up. He didn't need to do it himself. Right. Hey, Draymond said it best when he was on the floor. You ain't chasing no Kobe. That, chasing that farewell tour. You ain't Kobe. You ain't, you know what I mean? Chasing hey. farewell tours. You know what I mean? Draymond's got some some hilarious snapbacks, man. Oh, he does. My he's Lord. the best. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's he kills it. But you know, I I've got I've got to come to a conclusion, gentlemen. That you kids just don't know how good Draymond Green is. <laughs> you just don't know. Earlier today, we were we we were texting as we do. I mean, throughout the day, I mean, we always send each other stuff. And uh-huh. I came across the Twitter video, and, and I will say this: I I personally do like Chris Broussard. Um, I think he does a decent job. Some people have their own opinions. I, I I don't know. I do like Chris Broussard. Tim, on the other hand, I do not think he likes Chris Broussard, nope. but. But I think he's all right. Um, he posts these videos about you kids just don't know. And some of them are pretty cool because, you know, like if, if it's guys from like the 60s and 70s that I, I don't know, um, it, it's pretty neat stuff. Like, I, you know, he'll, he'll post some stats and things like that. But today he dropped one and, I, and my jaw almost hit the floor because I was like, I don't think there's anybody that – doesn't know who this guy is but he dropped one today it said you kids just don't know how good magic johnson was and and i mean i watched the video and and maybe it's it, maybe it is for really like young kids like my son he, he's gonna be 14 but he still knows who magic johnson is and he knows how really good magic johnson was in basketball um so i don't know who he dropped this video for but when he dropped i was like Dude, if you if you don't know how good Magic Johnson is, then you're just not a basketball fan. Like, like that's just odd to me. Like five NBA championships, a state champion. He's a college champion. Start his MVP finals MVP in his rookie year. The point guard of the dream team. Point guard of the dream team. After he was retired. Six nine. Lansing, Michigan. The, one of the go-to point guards. The, the the greatest point guard of all time. Let's just call it. Oh, dude, yeah, let's just say it. I mean, the guy, <laughs> the guy led third time Lakers. He was incredible. But he's not. He's, he's not. A, he's not only. He's not only the greatest point guard of all time. He is arguably one of the top five, like five players of all time. Uh, absolutely. 
to me, he's the greatest Laker of all time. I know a lot of people love Kobe Bryant. I do too, but well, Magic Tim, is the Lakers. Tim, the, the one the one thing I'm going to defend Chris Broussard on, he actually went into that in detail in the video, and I actually thought the the points that he brought up were very valid for Magic Johnson in the video of being the greatest Laker of all time, mm-hmm. and what he talked about, and sure. you know, and but the the only the only the the only conclusion I could come to was that. He was talking to to the elementary kids over in uh yeah. you know Long Branch over here down the street because <laughs> because other than that I mean everybody knows who Magic Johnson is yeah. I, I he did say kids that's my he issue with it though like is it's cool that he does these videos like but don't do them for guys that are like people are well known for being NBA legends that you can just easily go on YouTube like you can go on YouTube and search anybody but like. Uh-huh. Give yeah, do me some, like do somebody like Kevin Johnson. Yeah, give me Dennis. I was gonna say Dennis Johnson. You kids don't know how good Dennis Johnson was for the Celtics. Like, yep, yep. You know, like Ben, you you pulled up a good one today. Like Larry Johnson. Like that would be yeah. an awesome one for him to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah give, give me somebody like that. Give me you know. You kids Dennis don't understand. Johnson's a really good one. Yeah, you kids don't know how good Derek Fisher was for the Lakers. Like, boom. Right. That's an episode yeah. right there. I tell you what, but, like one of the one of the videos he did that I thought was a really good video, like when he did the one about Reggie Miller, like that was a good video to me. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't think people understood Reggie Miller and like what he meant to the 90s. And um, I think I told you guys this this morning, like I just started re-watching The Last Dance yesterday. And so um, it's actually better <laughs> watching it the second time because there were I think watching it the first time like i missed stuff like just being hyping it so now i've caught some things i'm on uh episode three right now oh, yeah. and uh i'm just like dude this documentary was so well put together that mm-hmm. um and, you know there's a part in it where reggie miller gets his time to shine in the documentary later mm-hmm. on and then and uh i thought they did a really good job of like basically saying like <laughs> if it wasn't for michael jordan like reggie miller would have been like a 12 13 time all-star oh you know? yeah are you watching it out of curiosity? Are you watching on streaming or do you have this? Do you have the Blu-ray set? Um, I actually have the Blu-ray set, but I was watching it on the DVR. I have a DVR too. Okay. When if you decide to open the Blu-ray set, I highly suggest on the special features watch Game Six, the movie. It's incredible. It's so good. But no, I think I watched that on on. Um, they did it on ESPN shortly after the last ESPN, dance ended. Yeah. Yeah, so what they do is they take um, the like the cameras they have for the documentary. They take their cameras and show you all of the game six of the '98 finals. Yeah, and then but they have the NBC commentary like Costas and those guys, and Costas is unreal in that game. He is yeah, he freaking is freaking fantastic. Yeah, um, I mean he's the gold standard, dude. I mean Bob Costas is unreal. Dude, Ooh. those those um those early videos of Bob Costas in the in the um like when he was doing um or uh commentating for the bulls back in the day yeah who he's looking mm-hmm. he's looking hilarious oh the yeah old, old young bob costas but anyway <laughs> back to back to this whole magic johnson thing. like we like i really i really wanted to go knock on chris Broussard's door and be like really man of all people like for real of, of all people of all people you just did magic johnson <laughs> you, you, you know what for straws when I when I pulled up the Twitter thing, I was like, man, this has got to be like an old April Fool's joke or somebody's pulling real. Like, now he's like, nope, this, if you don't know how good Magic Johnson was, I was like, if you don't know how good Magic Johnson was, then I, I think I have to take your basketball card away. Like, you can't, you can no longer watch NBA basketball if you don't know anything about Magic Johnson. Like, you know. 
Okay. Go go watch FIFA. Like I, so, you know, I. We each get so. two names. If you're if we're picking Chris Broussard's next season of You Kids, just don't know. We each mm. pick two guys. Can I go first? Go ahead. Nick Van Exel. Because Nick Van Exel was so nice. Mm-hmm. And. Give me Ron Harper because that you know that defense he played Ooh. for the Bulls in those in the three P, they needed him so bad. Okay. Kids, you kids don't know how nice Nick Van Exel was. You kids don't know how much Ron Harper meant to the Bulls title run. Both. Okay. Um, mine would be, and I think I've mentioned this before, but uh, Tim Hardaway. Like it. Um, and honestly, uh, Mark Price. Ooh, that's Price a good one. Mark Price would be dope. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Mark Price, um, Mark, Mark, Mark Price is a dog. I would go um, Adrian Danley. Okay. Mm. Okay. Like and Joe Dumars. Ooh. Joe Joey D, man. Gosh, that would be good. See, Bad if you if you tell me like these six have, have an episode coming up, a YouTube video, a 12 minute YouTube I, video, I'm subscribed. I'm watching. I'd watch everyone. I'd watch everyone. everyone. Yeah. I yeah. feel bad about my two now that you guys hit me with those. Man, no, you kid, no, that's good. You'd be like, you kids just don't know how good Wilt Chamberlain was. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he had a Dr. J one. I was like, Dr. J is one of the most iconic basketball players ever. Yeah. I'm he, like, yeah, we, he did at least have, he did he at least he did Michael Jordan with the Wizards and like <laughs> didn't and didn't actually be like you kids just don't know how good Michael Jordan was. We're like, um okay. <laughs> what with kids? the wizards? Where like, are the these wizards. kids? <laughs> yeah. Please please tell me where these kids are so we can get them educated immediately. Yeah. Like Chris uh, Weber, that's a good one. You know, give me a yep. you kids don't know how good Chris Weber was. Like Chris Weber's a good one. No, the Chris Weber yeah. one should be you guys don't know how much better Chris Weber could have been. Oh yeah, what if he? Hey, what if you'd have pulled that video up, Ben and Ada been talking about like Irvin Johnson, the center, <laughs> right? <laughs> That'd been awesome. He played oh, next I to Tom Gugliotta, and <laughs> I would have died. That that would have been funny. <laughs> They're like, not not the Irvin Johnson you're thinking of, my friend, the center. Maybe, Irvin maybe he'll do a maybe he'll do one on okay. Sean Kemp. That'd be fun, actually. I'd be That'd be I'd fun too. That. So absolutely to piggyback because we talked about Bob Costas. Who do you guys think? Who would you guys take as your goat of NBA commentators TV? Oh, um, who are we picking from? Marv Alberts. Yeah, Marv Mark Albert, Costas. Kevin Harlan, Mike Breen. You got you got the list, man. Dude, they, Mike, they all they all bring something. Breen, I think beautiful at it, man. Mike Breen to me, like that bang, like like when he like. Like, oh, like when you hear that, like you just know, like it's a big time shot. You know, Steph Curry hitting that freaking uh, quarter quarter long shot. And he hits bang, oh, bang, like, oh, like like you in it, like yeah, that that's that's legit. Like Mike Breen is Mike Breen is dope. Uh, Marv Marv Alberts, yes, oh, and it counts. Like like those, like uh, yeah, like those two, those two are they're definitely dope. Did we lose Josh? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we got you. Yeah. Yeah. My my um long story short, I was shaving this morning and I, I like cut the side of my face, so my oh. headphones are kind of bothering my ear a little bit. Yeah. No fun. I'll tell you who's like incredible now. I wouldn't put him on the list yet, but like 
when I when I'm watching ESPN Friday Night NBA and I see Richard Jefferson's doing color, I'm high. Yeah, he's so yep. good, man. He's so good. He is good. Don't and, don't and ever call know, me sir. <laughs> when uh, March Madness, Grant Hill is not bad either. Like he's he been, is good. Grant Hill's been doing a really good job. He's been doing a really good job. Um, I I'd be I'd be um, I used to do when um. Marv Albert used to hit him with the and one, and he'd be like, and it counts. Oh, and it counts, boy. Yeah. Yeah. That, those, those are big. Yep. Those were big. I feel like yeah. I love Kevin Harlan, even without like his catchphrases. He's just yep. like, oh, like, do you remember those that one like NFL stretch? It was like week 17, and it was like a playoff hunt. And he's like calling two games at once. You're like watching a uh, Dolphins game, and he's calling the Chiefs game while calling the Dolphins game. Like, yeah. That dude is yeah. unreal. He's he's unreal. Yeah, Kevin Harlan's legit. Gosh dang, man, there's a lot of good ones. I feel like there Kevin Harlan just, like, never loses energy. Like, I feel like if you met him, like, on the street, he would be that same guy that you see on TV. Yeah. Like, he would just be like, hey, how are you doing? Are you going to Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> he just talks like that everywhere he goes. <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious! <laughs> one of the best—I know we're off traffic here. But one of the best Kevin Harlan's of all time was like when he used to do radio for Monday Night Football. And this guy, like I think it was a Cowboys Redskins game. I think it might have been. Can we say that Redskins? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got you. I mean, they were. Yeah, they were the Redskins then. <laughs> I guess like this streak runs on the field, and he's calling it like it's like Emmett Smith running up the middle for an eighty-yard touchdown. He's like, and he's <laughs> dodging defenders, and he's at the fifty. He's a, he's like, bring it <laughs> yeah. Kevin so Harlan so nobody's picking. So nobody's picking Bill Walton. Bill Ooh. Walton's fun. Throw it down, big fella. Throw it down, <laughs> big fella. Spin it away. Throw it down, <laughs> Richard. You know. <laughs> When I was going to Woodstock before Trailblazers games, and we were having a good time and hanging out with our buddies. <laughs> Did you see the? Are we allowed to throw in like local, oh, local sure. guys? Like you know, like when Chick Hearn used to do for the Lakers, and Chick Hearn was great. Chick Hearn was yeah. Stacy King's fun. I don't necessarily know if he's awesome, but he's hilarious. Stacy King. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Or when or when Ray. <laughs> Or when when Ray Clay used to announce the Bulls coming out. Oh, that's iconic. That 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 you know that Bulls that Bulls intro with the yeah music you know everybody waited Dun. you know everybody waited for at guard six six North Carolina. Yeah, there's like yeah, a that, really that's good. Iconic. Uh, there's a really good Ringer article about when he played his first game back at the United Center with the Wizards, and the guy was just like, uh, coming in, number 23, 6'6", from North Carolina, Michael Jordan, and like he got fired for it. He no should've... way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so like if you see like the next year, because you know Jordan did two years with the Wizards, yeah. when they go back and it's like the full like – the lights are out. The, the the symbol spinning. Like, hold on for for a visiting player. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I mean, when you built the United Center, basically, yeah, I, I mean, you say, when your when your statue's out front, I guess you got to have that. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that we're talking about that. Like it it always it'll always make me wonder, like if the Bulls would have just said, 
the organization would just said, you know what, man, we're just going to ride this thing until the wheels fall off. Like, just keep everybody until you, we don't win. And, would you know, would the Bulls have won seven? Were they already too old? You know, were they done mentally? Would they have, you know, would Jordan have pulled them together and be like, all right, fellas, let's get this last one? Or, you know, they was just watching that documentary, man, like tell so much stuff that like you didn't know at the time. Yeah, because I know a lot of people bring up like, well, you know, if he doesn't retire in 93, do they beat the Rockets? And I was like, I don't think they beat the Rockets. They were they were a well-oiled machine those two years. The Rockets were solid. Yeah. Mm. You know, Orlando couldn't beat them. Knicks mm. couldn't beat them. I don't know, man. I never doubt Michael Jordan, though. That's true. That's true. I never doubt. I never I just doubt. Think- I just, I just think that that like you know back in the day when the Celtics won, you know they were winning, they were playing, you know three teams, and uh, like you said, they had the whole All Star team on one team. Right. You know, it was different back then because you know you had like you said you had a whole group of guys that were better than every other team, like top to bottom. Like there was really nothing you could do. And in the NBA in the 90s, like even even in the 80s, like they showed in that video, like Magic went to the finals nine out of 12 years Mm. and he won five and he lost four. Well, he lost four because he lost one of the Bulls. I don't know, two to the Pistons or one of the Pistons or two to the was it two to the Pistons? One Bulls, one Pistons, one one Bulls, one Pistons, two Lakers, two Celtics or two Celtics. Celtics. That's what I'm going to say. So like. I don't know if mentally you could just go through an entire decade and just win like that. And just be like, hey, I just won nine straight. Like, eh. Yeah, it's pretty difficult, man. Like, the, the short off seasons and. Yeah, it makes it difficult for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, gentlemen, it it's been an awesome conversation. Great podcast. We enjoy talking NBA hoops. Uh, it's It's been a blast. Um, appreciate you guys uh, tonight coming in and, and doing shot callers. A lot of fun. Uh, appreciate you all for listening. Please make sure that you uh, download the podcast. Five-star review it. Go to Apple Podcast. Click on the download button. Click on the review button. Click on the five-star button. Leave your review. We appreciate it, and we love it. Love it. Five-star review. Five-star review. We love them. Also, make sure you check us out on our um, socials at 48 Minutes NTWRK on Instagram and Twitter. Um, If you have not had a chance to go back and listen to the at-large big guys, I did an awesome pod. Uh, with NBA hopeful Sean McNeil, who's a local guy here in our area, uh, who graduated from uh, Cooper High School and is at West Virginia. It was an awesome podcast. Uh, Sean is very candid uh, with, with, the, with the crew talking about his experience with March Madness. Um, also, the process of how he came to the um, idea of possibly filling the waters for the NBA. So uh, Tim and Taylor do a great job of, of uh, just speaking to him about that. And he's very, very cool about it. He's very open about it. And, and um, you know, he shares his thoughts on, you know, how tough the, the loss was and March Madness and, and 
you know, preparation and things like that. It was very good insight. Um, you know, Tim's very fortunate that he, you know, he has some great connections there at UC and Xavier, but to hear it from uh, uh, another guy who's had that perspective was really cool. So if you yeah, get a minute, TV. yeah, Taylor did a great job of, 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 uh, of, of getting in contact with Sean. So um, if you get a chance, man, it's a great, a great listen. Um, go really back good listen. So really good. Nice um, job. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really good. So if you get a chance, download that one as well um, and, and give it a listen. Um, I believe the 48 minutes boys will be back this week. Um, we will. Uh, Sean is recovered. Yeah, we will. So actually, you know, of course, the week of the national championship, Taylor is going on vacation. So yep. we get a little bit of a break from at large bid this week. Um, so Sean and I will be back. We're hoping for Wednesday night. Um, get back in action. Have my boy back. Can't wait. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, make sure you guys uh, listen uh, for that. 48 minutes will drop later on this week. Um, and we appreciate you guys listening and we will catch you down the road. Keep healing DMX.